week, we talk about building a house from a distance, mail of the week in Kansas City, and listener mail from someone we actually don't know. Welcome to the Tuto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugs and uproots and leaves the heartland of America, St. Louis, Missouri, for a beautiful farm in rural Italy. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. Today is Saturday, February 22nd. I'm your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my lovely wife and co-co-host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Buonasera. Buonasera, Gina. Brava. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? How are you? I'm I'm a little I'm a little fidgety or something. I'm a little out of sorts. Don't you think? Yes, I noticed that today. What's yeah. going on? I, I don't know. I'm trying I used to I used to get all my chores done before I had any fun. And I'm trying this new thing where I do a little work, do a little play, do a little work, do a little play. Right? Mm-hmm. It's making me fidgety. <laughs> I'm trying, though. So, uh, let's see. What are we going to talk about on today's podcast? We're going to talk about the how we doing with the house, mm-hmm. how that's um, uh, selling. We thought we'd say a little bit about, um, what were we going to cover about Tutodopio? Oh, uh, how we were able to build something from a distance. Right. Building the house by remote control. Mm-hmm. We've had some questions about that. It's uh, it's time for meal of the week. Great. I'm gonna hit that. Okay. And then, of course, listener mail. Okay, sounds good. Sound good. Mm-hmm. Gina. Yes. We're moving. Yes, we are. Yep. I just looked at the calendar. It's like four months away. Oh, boy. I know. we got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, we do. But thankfully, you're in charge of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see how that works. We're making, you know, the house The house is looking really good, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, we keep Yeah, we keep I mean, which these... is why we're doing this on a Saturday rather than a Sunday, because we ran out of things to do to fix the house today, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that's right. I think we're making some progress. So we had, what, what's happened in the past week with the house? Uh, I don't, well, Tuesday, all the agents came over and yeah, it was like, we a, expected to have some feedback that was, well, probably more honest than the feedback we got, but we expected to have a couple of things that we had to do and now we don't. Right. So it, it was good. That it was an agent preview. So yeah. the real estate agents come over and look at the property, mm-hmm. you know, like with their own eyeballs. And, um, and so that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yep. um, we're in a uh, local Ladue newspaper. And guess what we are? Right. We're a distinctive property. Yes. And, well, we saw it last night, right? Yeah. And, I mean, we knew. I mean, Greg um, was hopeful that this was going to happen, and it actually did. And we should just stop. So Ladue is is how, how far away? Ten miles, maybe? maybe? Eight to ten miles. And it's where the really beautiful homes are. Like, really beautiful homes. We... Do we know anybody who lives in Ladue? No. Oh, no. Vianney. Vianney just moved to Ladue. Fancy Ladue. Yeah. Hoity-toity. Um, so, first of all, it's kind of wacky that they highlighted our house because it's not in Ladue. Um, and second of all, I looked at the website last night, and we are 
<laughs> they're highlighting two properties and the one to the right of us, we're on the left of the page and they're on the right. I think five of our houses could fit in it. Don't right. you think? Yeah. It's a mansion. Yeah. It's a that, mansion. So there's I, our, 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 our house, house is big. No, I, I don't um, think our house is, I mean, our house isn't small. With all its warts. And yep. then there's this, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> this mansion. It's Downton Abbey basically. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. <laughs> People are going to hear this podcast and our house is going to go like that. Oh, right. Good boy. So, um, I think one of the things that we get asked about pretty often, maybe not as much now, because we're done with the house, but was how, how we were able to do this from a distance. So some of our friends have built houses here in the United States as retirement homes. And, um, and I think we've gotten the question frequently from them, but what would, what, what would you say? Um, yeah, I think we have gotten that question and it's, um, on reflection, it is pretty remarkable how easy it's been. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I, well, I, so explain, so explain what it's, why it is. Yeah. Why, why it easy. is, why it, why it was easy. Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, um, maybe it's because it's this, I mean, we can reflect back on it, but it felt, no, it no, felt I easy. no, no, I think it, I think there's something different. So first of all, the house has to fit, as you've noted before, it has to fit on the footprint of the original, uh, house. So there wasn't a lot of room to monkey around there. Now we've after that happened, the regulations changed and we got a 20% expansion and that's why we have the little apartment that we added. But basically, you know, there was no quite, there's really no decisions about size, orientation, any kind of stuff. The second thing is all the houses that are built, built there have to fit in. Uh, so, you know, we were thinking about a prefab and all that kind of, it's like out, can't do that. It's got to be stone and brick. You can have, you know, your options are a little more stone or a little more brick, but basically it's stone and um and brick so i think the reason um that it's been relatively easy is that our choices have been really constrained all the way along either by regulation or because we've stumbled across or been connected with really good people with really good taste and they don't put things in front of us that would be brutal that no, would be ugly I, I think you're absolutely right i mean we're really lucky to have luca who basically serves as an architect for us, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, and his friend Marco, who is an interior, interior designer. designer. And, and so they... And th these, guys, these guys have unbelievable yeah, taste. I unbelievable mean, really, taste. Really good taste. And so they have... You're right. I mean, when they take us to a shop, it's a shop with beautiful things. Um and I'm not saying beautiful and expensive, but beautiful things that will, and they've already gone and kind of scouted things out for us and in our bathroom and the floor and in the, in the farmhouse have Marco basically designed all of that and said, you can have this terracotta tile or this terracotta tile. And, right. um, and so it, it did make it really simple. Don't you think this, there, there's a, you know, a good real estate agent does the same thing, right? There's a hundred houses. You, I mean, mm -hmm. two hundred houses. But the real, a good realtor shows you a handful of houses, any one of which could be appropriate, and then I think that it makes it more likely that you're going to find uh, what you want, or that you'll, you'll 
frankly, buy something. And you know, men have this issue. I don't know, they have this benefit with their clothes, right? So if I'm a, as a professional executive, kind of, I could wear my blue suit, or I could wear my gray right. suit, or maybe I could wear my right. you know tweed jacket if I want to do my professor thing. Women don't. Women have much. You know, you got more options to choose from. I think cutting out options could make things a lot more efficient for people, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't yeah. it be great if you could, you decide to buy a car and they said well, you can have this one, this one, or that right, one? Right, right. No. Or, or were... what about what about a spouse? <laughs> Just like this one or that one. Which one do you want? Don't you think that would work? Yeah. Am I in trouble with that comment about the spouse? No. I there's only one choice. You're my only choice. Okay. I'm professing my love to you in front of eight people, eight listeners. Well, three at least. Okay. I love you. (laughs) I totally love you. (laughs) You can't even say it, can you? It's meal of the week. All right, great. What What do you think the meal of the week should be? I think this is a no-brainer this week. Yeah, we traveled right. all the way to Kansas City on right. Monday night for dinner. Yep. I saw an ad. I was on, uh, this is really strange. I was on an Italian news website, and I saw an article about a wine and, oh, like a wine dinner in Kansas City. And so I, was, you know, I immediately looked at it, and it was all about, uh, Marque food and Marque wine, and then the winery is P.S. Winery, which which we haven't been to, but I had seen when we're. It's a winery and a, a bed and breakfast, and um, it's you know it's like five miles from the farm from mm-hmm. Tutodopio. Mm-hmm. So we hadn't had a chance to meet Dwight, who's one of the co-owners of the um, winery and the and the B and B. So I suggested as a uh, sort of a belated Valentine's Day that we drive to Kansas City. Yep, we which stayed, is four-hour drive. Four-hour drive. Yep. We stayed at a a, a very nice older hotel, mm-hmm. which we stayed at before, which yep. was fa- really yep. very pleasant. Yep, the Raphael, at, right across from the, what's the it plaza. called, the plaza? Okay. The plaza. Mm-hmm. And then we got a cab to take us to uh, Jasper's, which is this Italian restaurant in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, describe describe the evening. So it was... Uh, uh, what do you think? A hundred and some people. Um, I'd say one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty signed up to go. And you had called a, a couple of days before, right? And yeah. although it was booked, they said, "Sure, come on over." So we showed up. We got there a little early, and it was all open seating, basically. And so um, we sat down at a table that probably had I don't know would fit eight couples, no six couples. And uh, so we sat down and. As we introduced ourselves to different people, it turned out that everybody knew Dwight, right. either had gone to elementary school with him in Carrollton, Missouri, which I found out was a town of, I don't know, 4,000 people, or went to med school with him at UMKC. Um, and it was really lovely. It was lovely to see them celebrate him yep. um, and that he, too, left. He was a general surgeon, left that moved to Italy, started this winery and, uh, and is trying to make a go at it. And so, um, these were like middle of the country people, most of them in, uh, well, at least at our table in the health field. Right. Um, 
Yeah, but doc- was, doctors, nurses. Yeah, and they were they were great about talking to us, and yeah, I mean they did not exclude us at all, and it was it was really fun. I thought it was fantastic. 120 people all celebrating this guy. They were there for him mm-hmm. and to you know and to support him. And he was super nice when we met him. So yes. we're, and he gave us you know some local news about <laughs> one one winery buying a little boutique yeah. winery, yeah, and, and that we knew. Yeah. So. So thanks, thanks Jasper, and thanks Dwight. It was great to meet you and Susan and all the other folks that we uh, that we met there. Um, just had a great time. Wanda, all the other people at the table. It was mm-hmm. um, it was great. Oh, Gina, you're never going to believe it. I know it's listener mail, you believe that. But guess what I have in my hand? Uh, you have uh, printed an email from someone. It's true. But mm-hmm. the someone, that's the wild part. We have listener mail from somebody we don't know. Well, how is that? I know. Isn't that crazy? It's <laughs> impossible. Let me read it to you. Okay. You'll know that they don't know us with the first three words. Okay. Hello, niece family. There is no niece family. Whoa. Well, I mean, not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> not in this house. In this house, it's the secure niece family. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. C- shall I continue, or do you want to just reject no, no, no. the validity of this email that, based on that? Okay. They don't know that, right? My how do they know niece? Um, there's a copyright on the website that has my name. Oh, because we never, we, there's nothing that has our, our name on the website. Oh, snap. Our cover's blown. <laughs> So much for the Federal Witness Protection uh, Program. Now Here it people is. might be able to find me. My husband and I have rented in Umbria and Tuscany regions to date, and we are giving some thought to moving and renting in La Marque in the next month or so. I would like to ask which of these regions listed above do you think is best uh, for year-round living and quality of life? Do you feel more isolated or at any disadvantage at times from the main high-speed railway, highway, and other cities and towns between Florence and Rome, since you are located on the other side of the Apennine or the Apennino Mountains? Thank you in advance for your reply, Anna. It's kind of scary, isn't it? I never thought about being isolated. (laughs) Now I feel like I'm out in the middle of nowhere. We are not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, well, I'm not so sure. No, we're not. So what did you, did you respond? Well, what do you think we should say? Uh, I, well, I don't feel isolated. I mean, we are dependent on a car and if they don't want a car, then, then I, then I, I understand that. Um, and so getting around to, to the other side would be, would be more challenging. Um, Yeah. Here's what, here's what I think. First of all, I, I, you're right. I don't feel isolated. We have, you know, uh, Ascoli Piceno. It's not Rome. It's not Florence. Um, but it's a beautiful town. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, a big, a relatively big town. I love being near the water. You do too, right? Yeah. Right near the sea. I love that. The, um, the, you know, the other thing is you can get, in, it, when you're in La Marque, you could be, you could drive from the sea to skiing in, in like an hour and a half. Right. So I think that's fantastic. Now... It's true, though, that if you want to be more dependent on public transportation like a railway system, then um, then you have to stay on the east side, basically, until you get further north and you mm-hmm. can come back down. But the fact of the matter is uh, the 
living in La Marque is much, much more affordable. So um, unless you're going to Tuscany and Umbria every day or every week, it still seems like you could save money by living in Marque and then driving if you, if you had to get there quickly. Right. Don't you think? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, would, so you're going to tell her just come visit? <laughs> I did. I, what I suggested was uh, definitely come and see us. We'd be delighted to have them uh, stay with us. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I think it's a smart move to rent someplace. If they're really concerned about yeah. that, rent it for a little while, and then, and then they can yeah. decide. Yeah. All this good advice we're giving would have been good if we'd had it. Well, no, that's true. I mean, another consideration for them is, is there aren't many tourists in, in Marque, which we really like, but that means that most folks don't speak English. And so if they're, I don't know where they're from, but if, if that's a concern, then. Exato. But that's, that's right. Justo, Gina. That, <laughs> brava. That's right. I, I guess we're trying to, I guess what we're saying is, um, we love Tuscany. We love yeah. Umbria. We wouldn't go there, you know, we'd go there every, I don't know, a couple of times a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? There's lots of other places we want to go to. So I guess it depends on why you want to be there. Right. If you're if you're in love with that area, then you probably right. just have to suck it up. If you're worried about speaking English, then Ascoli Piceno would probably be good. It's sure. a big town. There are yep. a lot of people who speak English there. Yep. Um, so it just depends. Frankly, you know, you can go through all the reasons and lists and everything. We just fell in love yeah. with that land. Yeah, it, we the did. view is spectacular, and now it's just it's just home for us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Anna and family, Anna family. <laughs> Come and visit us. We'd be happy to show you around. And then, you know, make a, make a decision. Piano, piano. No. <laughs> right? Right. Okay, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for downloading our podcast. Gina, let's wrap this puppy up. If you want to send us an email, our address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. How many, how, do I have to spell it out forever? Yep. Okay. You're not you, doing anything to sell the house or move us. us. You can spell something, can't you? <laughs> you can also visit us online at tutodopio.com or like us on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash tutodopio farm, all one word. Here comes my favorite. And finally, you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is tuto underscore dopio. T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O. And if you like the podcast, be sure to give it a review or a rating on iTunes. That really helps get the, uh, the word out and help other people find the podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Torture your children. Make them listen to it. Uh, and we're, we're going to exit the show a little bit differently this week. We're going to start um, uh, highlighting music from aspiring artists. So this week, it, the song is Nuvole. The artist of the band is the Sideburns Company, and they are from Ascoli Piceno. Gina, bocca al lupo. Crepi il lupo. Here's the Sideburns Company. Ciao, 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 ciao. Ciao.
Can't you start? No. Start. No. Start. 